0: I don't know what it was, but I, to this day, maybe she was just saying, hi, I'm here. <laughs> or know. get out of my bed. Get out <laughs> of my bed.
1: <laughs> Hello. Oh.
0: <laughs> hey, how are you? Good. It's raining. Hey, yeah, us too. Not much. I don't know if you can call it rain, but it's something to break the, settle the dust. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um, I have a topic for you that we're going to have some discuss a little bit. Um, Then we'll talk about why we're doing this topic. But the first question to ask is, if you heard the term three months or 90 days, what would come to mind? And I did some asking of some people also, and I will preface for everyone that I kind of warned you about this topic. So you could maybe do some asking also. So what did you find out?
1: Uh, Well, I asked if someone said 90 days, what would you say? And the answers were three months or a trimester. (laughs) Mine were boring. (laughs) Well, the the,
0: the ones that came into my mind, I asked one person actually, because the others never did answer me, and their answer was summer, because they're a teacher, and I hadn't uh, thought about that. I thought, yeah, because if you talk about three months, that's their summer break, and I thought, oh, hadn't really thought about that. Um, Some of the ones, did you come up with any on your own?
1: Um, well, I can't think you know mine, so.
0: I know, but any others besides what we're going to have a
1: discussion about? No, not really.
0: Okay. Well, when I brainstormed, these are kind of the things that I came up with. And I was thinking summer vacation, obvious three months, pregnancy, cause there's trimesters, um,
1: getting evicted <laughs> a lot of times. you can. Okay. Not that I've been evicted. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I don't know how you know that, but all right. Um, a repo. I don't know what their repo
0: deals are. These are I must have been talking with somebody and some of these came to mind. Maybe I googled it, who knows. Um a 90-day challenge. A lot of times we've had 90-day challenges that if you do a fitness program or you do, you know, weight loss, a lot of times they have 90-day challenges. Um the seasons. There's usually 3 months to every there's 3 months to every season. Oh. So, aha. Fall, summer, spring, and winter. Unless
1: you live in Kansas. Then it's like we don't summer and winter, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Either hot <laughs> or it's cold.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't get fall or spring. You get a a little glimpse of it, and then it's gone. Um, retiring. You know, sometimes you have to give ninety days or three months of a retirement warning. Um, graduating lot of people do a countdown to graduation that was when somebody said
1: good lord you uh, have a bunch
0: oh yeah oh yeah filing for a divorce <laughs> I think it's a 90-day quickie divorce you can get oh. um quarterly business reviews quarterly reports are doing businesses yeah so that's a 90-day block of time and quitting sometimes people you know normally two weeks is all you get but some people I think will give longer than that but that was kind of a a list of things that I came up with. Any more pop into your head after hearing mine?
1: No, none. No, not really.
0: All right. So then we have to segue <laughs> into the reason for this topic. I actually did put it on my personal Instagram because you know my husband wouldn't see it. My kids, I think, follow me, but I hadn't had any comments because I only did it this morning. So, oh. Um, so the reason for this is the uh. We were talking about. It's stuck in my head that this would be a really good time to do this topic because it's going to air um, right after the three-year anniversary of our mother's death, and so that brought us to brought my mind to thinking about several when we were thinking about topics for a podcast was when somebody tells you three months. Okay, that's kind of what they told us when they told us that she was. Um, I don't know what what the word is done I at mean at the
1: end of her journey Oh, her you cancer are so journey. Nice
0: and political career.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah, we knew I mean, it, was, it was gonna come at some point,
0: so yeah, the so a little bit of that is she had uh stage four lung cancer and had gone through all the treatments and stuff and uh, by the way, I have. In our show notes or description, I'm going to post a link to a podcast we did with a gal that's called uh, Daughters Without Mothers or Daughters Without Moms, I think it is. And I, I'm going to share that link to that podcast. So if you really want to know more about our whole story, there's a there's a whole background to what our story is. But anyway, um, so yes, when she'd come to the end of her journey, if that's the way you'd like to say it, <laughs> basically, they told us that there was nothing else to do. They gave her three months. So the side story of that is three months. You think, oh, okay, we got three months. But we had a week, essentially, because they told us that. And a week and one day later, she was gone. No, she wasn't gone. She died. Sorry. She didn't go anywhere. She went to heaven. Anyway, so it brings my mind to think, okay, if you were told that you had three months, you know, left, wh- what does your, what does your brain go to? What would you think?
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think back when I, cause I was with her. It was a video cause it was kind of during COVID stuff. And so there was a video tele, telemed was how she talked to her doctor a lot of times and so I'd go over and help her set it up and and so I was there when he told her three months and I don't know I I wish I could remember exactly what her response was other than I felt like she was I I don't want to say relieved because I wouldn't really call it relieved but it was almost like okay now I have a now I have a time frame because at at the beginning it was like you know we can do some things we might get 2 years and so it was constantly a you know probably I'm I'm thinking in her mind probably you know am I going to wake up tomorrow kind of thing it was kind of like a crapshoot and so I think once she was they actually gave her because she was very much a scheduler you know what I mean and so I feel like that's where I get it exactly and so I feel like you know the fact that they said okay you know there's not a whole lot left we can do and I think she might have even asked so what are we looking at and then they said three months I think she was kind of like well one it wasn't really the news i wanted to hear but on the other hand i think she was like you know okay now i kind of know but the weird thing is had she felt better i don't don't you think that at if they had said 3 months that woman would have been super productive like she would have been <laughs> doing all the stuff but i don't think she felt well enough at that point to really think about things
0: I think I was just thinking about that as you were talking. I really think that, like you said, the way she felt, it was almost like. So I'm looking at this three years down the road, in my head, I wonder was she thinking, "Okay, I feel so bad. Thank, thank goodness, at least there's an end to how bad I feel."
1: Does yeah. That
0: I mean, probably and, and when you know the the truth of the fact that she only lasted eight days you know right. they get three months it makes me really think that we we very well know that her will was very strong and there were several things she did not want to happen and she took control of all of those things um but yeah I I, I do feel like with you just the same as what you're saying is that she had she felt better oh my gosh I can't imagine the things we would have been doing in three months we'd have been everywhere but yeah I can only imagine all the places it was COVID, but we she have tried everything we could.
1: Right. Well, and I think that the, the fact that she didn't feel well at that point, I'm sure it was going through her head too. You know, I don't even feel good now. What's going to happen in three months? Is it going to get way worse? Is it, am I, is it going to be I'm sure she was thinking, am I going to be a burden on my children? You know, things like that. Just knowing her, she was probably more worried about us having to take care of her than she was the fact that she was about done. So.
0: Oh, yeah, that was very apparent. And I'm not really sure she didn't trust us (laughs) or if she just didn't want us taking care of
1: her. I think guilt. I mean, I think she would have felt guilty. Of course, I mean, at that point what, what are you going to do? I mean,
0: well, and, and she had already multiple times said to us, I'm so sorry you have to do this, or I'm so sorry that you have to do this when we have to take her to the bathroom or have help bathe her or, or whatever, just helping her get around or being over there. She was very much apologizing all the time, which I always told her it doesn't matter. It's right here to do it and we can do it. So we're going to do it.
1: Right. Right. So do
0: you think for yourself? um if you got, this is really talking really morbid now. I know. <laughs> if if you got a three month, I mean, you'd been on the same journey she is. You had the three month. Do, what do you think? Would you do something different? Would you? I I I was just trying to think about it. if I got that diet, what the heck would I do? Spend as much time with my family, I guess, or see everybody that I could see. I don't know.
1: Yeah, probably. And ironically you know, that year she had gone to have a a liver biopsy Mm -hmm. and she was to come home. I think she came on home on Saturday and the next day we were supposed to have a gathering. We had already planned it. We were going to have everybody, all the family invited for Labor Day weekend for the next day, or maybe she came home on Friday and it was on Saturday. I don't remember, but anyway, it doesn't matter.
0: Oh, she was coming out of the heart hospital. And she came home on Saturday and we had it on Sunday.
1: Oh, right. And so she, um, I think that, and she was like, well, I think we better cancel. And I remember saying, no, I don't think we should cancel. I think we should go ahead and have it. I don't care. I mean, I care. I care that you don't feel well. I I felt like, and I, I'm pretty sure I said this to her because I would have. You know, this might be the only chance you get to see everybody and to have every and you be coherent enough to enjoy the people being there. If you get tired, go lay down. We'll go shut your bedroom door. We'll and I don't know where she got it, other than she's very much an entertainer and very much a hostess. And so I think the fact that everybody she she agreed and everybody showed up, and I think she really enjoyed it, and I think she was very, uh, she was able to enjoy everybody being there. And I think that um, she was able to interact, I guess is the word I want to say. She was, she was well enough. She could interact with everybody. And I think she was very thankful that we went ahead and did it, even though she'd just gotten out of the hospital and she was extremely tired. And I'm so glad we were able to do that, especially from the fact that it went so quickly downhill after that.
0: Yeah. Cause Okay, so I can think back and I know all of my kids were there and their significant others. Um, And my husband was there too. And, but that was the last time any of them saw her. Now I know your son saw her because he was there when she died. Right. Had your daughter been back up after that? Because she lived out. No,
1: probably not probably not.
0: And I remember our brother saying that he, uh, he remembered making the comment that that may be the last time he saw her, which he didn't, he got back before she died. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's important because we were very much a family, uh, oriented group of people. We like to get together and do things together. So, um, seeing family, being around family, you know, getting to, See everybody. I think the only person she hadn't really seen was was the aunts but they had been at in July before she died was my daughter's high school graduation. She was a covid graduate. So they didn't graduate till July. <laughs> the same weekend was our cousin's wedding and you were able to bring mom to the graduation and then went on to the wedding. So she at least got to see a lot of the family even there ex- extended family at that wedding
1: right and then some people did come see her when she was in rehab so
0: oh yeah they did come out I forgot that.
1: yeah there was a few people that got to see her there but but I mean from the point of the going in the hospital to her actually dying was like two days so it wasn't like we even yeah. had a lot of time to warn people and say hey you need to come see her that i mean we didn't even have any warning so it went that fast that we could you know i didn't know that when she went in the hospital that that was going to be it i mean i didn't have any clue i'm
0: i I went we went to the hospital what 11 o'clock on a wednesday night is what it was and she was in the hospital and she died on thursday friday morning at nine fifty-seven or whatever it was. So, yeah, it was very quick. And I, I can remember people telling us that, man, we didn't, I mean, like they, they, th- I think people thought we were hiding stuff from them. Right. As they're like, we didn't know it was that bad. Well, neither did we really, honestly, we had just gotten the, the three month uh, deal and, and hadn't hadn't thought much beyond that. We were just kind of still processing that, I guess.
1: Right. And really from about that point on, she was very, um, she would, she would say "House, I just don't know why I'm so weak. I just don't know why I'm so weak. And I'm guessing looking back now that maybe things were starting to shut down. And so that was causing her to be so weak, I think, but.
0: Oh, I think you're right on that. Definitely. Because we've talked about the fact that she was a very, very strong avid, advocate for hospice and was a hospice aide and, and worked out at the hospice house and all of those things. And and uh, she knew all this stuff, but she didn't share it with us, apparently. <laughs> well, not- I, wonder, I wonder now, though, was she with it enough to even realize it was going on?
1: I think she would have known. I feel like she kind of knew, she just maybe didn't want to stress us out or worry us, but you know what, give a give a person a warning, I'm saying. Yeah. We kind of like to have a little bit of warning, but
0: I I do like to prepare a little bit for stuff. Of course, I don't think you can ever prepare for any of that stuff.
1: Well, so okay, here here is a word of advice to people. Say what you need to say when you when you say it when you need to say it. I said I wasn't gonna cry, but now I'm gonna cry. Because we were with her Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. And then that was the after I'd gone home, that was when you took her to the hospital that night. And I think back down I'm like, well shit, if I'd have known it was that close, I would have said some different I would have said some other things and I would have, you know, done other I don't know what I would have done differently, but I would have said more things and I would have because we had a really good visit that evening. And we were laughing and talking and she was laughing and, and, um, plus there was some things that I, I would have, might've questioned a little bit more because like the fact that she just kept saying her feet hurt, I, I never put that connection together at all, at all. And And for those that don't know
0: when, when you're starting to die, you're, you're, what is the, what is the term they use? I don't know, but your feet turn color. in, and your your feet will start to turn black and and or colors because of the lack of oxygen
1: in them and stuff. And apparently, they hurt. I and I never knew that. She had to know that. She had to well, know okay. that from hospitals. Well, let's let's dissect that a little bit then, because when she when I
0: when we were in the ER, they took her for a sonogram, whatever, to check to see, and they came back and said she had a blood clot. Wouldn't you think at that point somebody would, if her feet were art and make molding? Sorry, it just came into my head. Molding, isn't that what it's called? Modeling. 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 Yeah. Um, Wouldn't you think someone would have said something at that point if it was starting to happen? Well, you would. They had to have looked. They did. They did it on her legs, but.
1: um... And maybe maybe people in emergency rooms aren't really so much equipped with that kind of death. It. I think I feel like hospice would be more with that. Oh, but. yeah.
0: ER maybe doesn't see that part of it as much and yeah, radiology possibly. and stuff like that. That's a very possibly. good possibility. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, the we had really good conversations that night, but I'm like you, I think there would have been some more things I would have said here. We'd yeah. already been on this journey for almost two years. Yeah. And I think that I don't remember if we've had a podcast conversation about this or not, but none of us were ever, or you and I, I don't, I can't speak for our brother. Neither of us were ever under any other type of a, uh, I can't think of the word I want to use. Assumption that this wasn't this, this diagnosis was not going to end in death. We knew that it was just a matter of how long she had, how much, you know, if treatments helped her and how long they would help her, we just knew there wasn't a cure for it. And so therefore we knew at some point this was going to happen, but I never in my wildest dreams would have thought, you know, three months was eight days at all. Right.
1: Well, and the, the two, this is probably where I'm going to cry. Warning, flamingo. Um.
0: By the way, flamingo is our code word for one of us is crying. So
1: Um. The two things that I wished or hoped for her when this came or when the time came, when it came to the end was that she she wasn't in pain and that for the most part mission accomplished. We didn't really, she didn't have a lot of pain when she died or prior to death and that she didn't die alone. Those were the two things. The other thing would have been that she could have been at home. Which just didn't happen. It just didn't. It could have happened, but it just didn't happen. And and looking back, I'm kind of kind of glad that didn't happen because then we actually ended up spending a lot of time at her house afterwards. And I don't know how well I could have dealt with that. Now, uh, it was COVID when she died, in the middle of COVID, so September of 2020, and they were not allowing a lot of visitors fortunately we were very fortunate that they was allowed they made exceptions and apparently if you were on hospice there was a little bit of a different policy i think and so we were allowed a lot more people i don't even know there was at least a dozen people in there i'm sure and basically consisted of her children her boyfriend her brother her best friend um one of the grandchildren so I was very thankful for that because um and as far as you know I I was just very thankful that her death was very peaceful it wasn't long and drawn out she basically just went to sleep I mean it really was that
0: it was peaceful
1: fortunate I, I felt very fortunate for that
0: well and and my sentiments were exactly the same because i know that when you talk about um lung cancer that death can be very very um drawn out painful all of the things and i i was like you all all i wanted was for her not to be in pain and her not to suffer and i don't feel like she did that which was you know good for her good for us we didn't have to see her that way i feel like in her, I, I remember the girls asking, you know, should we come? And I'm like, that morning, I'm like, I don't even know that you can make it because, you know, your kids were 30 minutes away, or your son was. Mine were two and a half to three hours away, and I they. I looking back, they probably wouldn't have made it at that point, but I, hundred percent, looking back, feel that when she was given the diagnosis now that we've kind of given some backstory and all of this that that was her sign that okay i'm done there's nothing left to fight for they've told me there's really nothing else they can do so why should i keep fighting and that's where i feel like i think you can will yourself into whatever you want and we we joke and laugh about the fact that she uh said she didn't want us to have to take care of her and we were going to take her home Friday morning. We were we were gonna, all done, we were set up. She was gonna go home. We were gonna put a hospital bed in her room and she was gonna be able to go home and have visitors. And she got the last word and didn't didn't do that. And I would have to probably say that I agree with you on the fact that I'm kind of glad she didn't because I remember the first night I had to sleep in her bed because we had a house full of people. I always slept over in what we called the teddy bear room. And um, we had all kinds of company. And so I had to go actually sleep in her bed one night. And I'll tell people this, please nobody think that I'm crazy and weird. But um, my one daughter was sleeping with me and I was laying with my, I was laying on my side. So I was facing the inside of the bed And in the middle of the night, I don't know, but all of a sudden I just felt like somebody slapped me on the ass. And I know I jumped because my daughter said she felt me jump. I don't know what it was, but I, to this day, maybe she was just saying, hi, I'm here. Or get out of my bed. Get out of my bed. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, because actually from that weekend on, I did sleep in her bed because that was after that weekend was when we started taking things down in the house, but. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think I'm really glad that she probably wasn't there because I think it would have made it even more difficult to have to go through the house and to get rid of things and and have had that memory there.
1: Right. So um okay, well if you're going to share that one, I'm going to share this dream. And this was within a week after. And it's so bizarre to me because it was so vivid and this particular dream I do remember everything, which I don't always remember stuff. But this dream, she was, she was, had no hair. I mean, she I, she was as she was at the end. So she was bald from losing her hair and she had on the the green robe. And we were at her house because we had been cleaning it out. And I'm guessing, I think this was within the week after or two weeks after probably. And she never said anything. She just walked in the room and we were in there. I know at least us, and it probably was the rest of the siblings too. I don't know. Walked in the room, and she, she never said anything. She sat down on the coffee table, which might have all that was been left, and she just looked really sad, and I said, it looks really empty, doesn't it? And she just shook her head yes, and that's all I remember about the dream. I don't remember anything beyond that, but I just remember it being really sad that we were cleaning her house out, and she was... She was sad about it, but I know, I know she knows that's what it was, what was going to happen. Oh yeah. But we
0: never, we never, ever skirted that fact. Right. None of us were to keep the house.
1: Right. So but it was really bizarre to me that I had that dream and maybe I was somehow feeling guilty about, you know, cleaning her house out. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think I was, but maybe I was feeling guilty about it.
0: Oh, I think, so. you know, and, and it's important to know it wasn't the house we grew up in. It was the house our, our kids, her grandkids knew as her only house. I mean, cause they really don't have many memories of the other, the other places, but right. uh, it, but it was the first house she bought by herself. You know, it was her, it was just hers. And so that was a huge deal there.
1: Right. And she'd been there a long time. I mean, 20 years. 20 years. So, yeah. yeah.
0: She was there as long as she was in our house, what we were up in. I right. Mean, when I right. figured it out. So, okay. Right. How would you tell somebody to survive three months when three months becomes a week?
1: Oh, <laughs> shit. So well,
0: what, so I guess what I'm saying is, since we, we kind of have to wrap this up, what would be your words of wisdom to anybody that's in, finds themselves in our situation? Right. That
1: well, the, the same thing as I said, you know, don't put off saying stuff. If you feel the need to, I mean, if you think you need to say it, say it. Cause you, you don't know. I mean, you just don't know. If that's your last chance. And I know people say that all the time and they're like, don't, don't waste a minute, just do it or say it or whatever. And for sure that, you know, and I'm saying it to myself because even I didn't completely do that. I mean, I said a lot of stuff and, but had I known that two days before that it was going to be two days, I would have said, I don't know what I would have said. I would have just said more probably.
0: I I feel like with you the same way I feel like I thought I still had time to figure out what I wanted to say not that I know what it would have been right now I mean I could wing it and figure something out but no definitely and 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 probably one more thing that I I would I guess say that I I would have done is I would have dropped everything you know I don't regret the fact that we were there all the time with her and we were, you know, we were there to be with her and help her and all the things she needed. But had I known that that amount of time was all that was left, I probably would have said after Labor Day, I said, screw it. You know, I'll just take off work. I'll come and I'll stay and be here with you. And, and, you know, we, and, and spend the time with her then. And we didn't know, but we didn't know that that's where we were at at that point. Right. Right. So, Say this shit. Whatever it is. Yep. Resolve it. <laughs> so that you can uh you can right. never you can never be at peace with any of it because it's someone you love is gone. They're they're dead. You can't bring them back, but at least you can have some resolve in the fact that you said what you wanted to say. Right. Okay. Well, I just went really south on our lovely podcast. (laughs) We don't do very many serious, but you're going to get a few. So, but I felt it was good to talk through it and talk about it since it was just after her anniversary of her death on September 25th. So did you have some Mary? I do. And
1: it's kind of a sad one, but I found this and I was like, okay, I, I think I need to read it at some point. So I'll just do it now. Okay. So. Actually, well, this can, there's a date on this one. So it's in 92 tell
0: people. This isn't our mom's mom. This was our dad's mom. No, our dad's mom.
1: And this um, is 92. It actually has a date on it. Um, there are times when I get something on my mind and write it and rewrite it many times in my head. Then the only way I can get it off my mind is to put my thoughts on paper. So now I will try to tell you how a person might feel that had just entered a nursing home. We will call this lady, Mary, though. That is not her real name. Mary has lived in her own home for many years, has a circle of old friends, has attended the same church, has a pastor who knows has a pastor she knows well and children and grandchildren close by. Now Mary has been slipping a lot lately. She forgets to take her medicine, leaves the burner on high when she is cooking, drives her co- drives her car too fast or too slow. The children get together and decide to put mother in one of those fine new nursing homes where she will be taken care of and not have a worry or a care. So in she goes. She is taken from her warm, familiar place and thrust in the icy water of change where she doesn't know a soul. Now nothing is familiar. We will follow her to the dining room where her three table mates sit. One is nearly blind, one stone deaf, and the third isn't sure of just where she is, and by that time, Mary isn't sure either. After a month or so, the children come to visit. Well, mother, how do you like it by now? Mary answers, it's okay, I guess, when what she really wants to say is, it's like being in hell with your back broke. Well, mother, have you made any new friends? At that question, Mary laughs, but it doesn't sound very funny. Mary wishes she could take an aspirin for her headache or a spoonful of soda for her sour stomach or some of the good old bag bomb for her itchy leg, but no, she would have to ask the powers that be, and by the time they decide to let her have something for her pain, her head doesn't ache anymore and her leg doesn't itch. One day, Mary heard, I feel a draft, and Mary thought it would be a crying shame if a bit of fresh air got into this place. So the children go their way rejoicing, happy that mother is well taken care of, which is true, and glad she is happy, which is not true. I had no idea she wrote that.
0: I don't didn't know that either. So And I <laughs> yeah, Mary is not Mary. Yeah. I'm sure right, it was. Right. That's interesting.
1: That's a tough one to have to have to do that. Oh yeah. Oh but. yeah. Anyway. anyway. All right. Well, okay, thanks for so- the Thanks for the uplifting conversation. <laughs> Thanks for the cry. Yeah, <laughs> on this, exactly. On this
0: wonderful rainy day.
1: Hey, well, I, I made do, it most yeah, of the way.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to reference again that I'm going to put in the show notes that daughters without moms that we did that. Um, it's kind of the full story of mom yeah. and and it's and, and kind of how things went. So if you want to go p- listen to that, go have a listen over there. It'll be in the notes. So until next time. Okay. All right. Go Bye. Back. And now for our disclaimer, anything you hear on this podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. We are not professionals of any way, shape, or
1: form. So just enjoy the content and laugh a little right alongside of us.